0: Welcome to Art Talk with April, season two. I'm April Harris of Inked April, located in Birmingham, Alabama. This season we'll be talking with new artists and professional expert artists. So I hope you enjoy it. Let's get started. everyone to Art Talk with April. Today we have a very talented Jenny Cash. She's an artist here in the Hoover area
1: and Jenny how did you get started doing art? Well when my oldest daughter was about 15 I took an art class uh, with an, a local artist and I went once a week mm-hmm. and it just kind of took and that was almost twenty years ago. it just kind of took off from there, and I found that i really it it kind of filled my soul you know the 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 time that I was there i it's all I thought about I was thinking, how can I make this, how can I paint this and I just kept on, and that's kind of how it all started i you know I didn't think about that in high school or college i I have a nursing degree um and a culinary degree and but art has been a big part of my life for a long time. And that's kind of how it started. Yeah.
0: That is so interesting. You know, I I get a lot of the stories of I was doing this when I was a kid, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's interesting that what spurred you to take a class?
1: Well, both my children, my, my daughter and son were in school and I was a stay at home mom at the time. And I just loved art. I love looking at beautiful paintings in a Mm. museum. I'm kind of a nerdy museum person. I could spend (laughs) the entire day there. And I thought, well, maybe I would just try it. Mm. You know, I've always liked to cook, um, which is another, to me, another form of art. And I thought, well, I'm just going to try it. And I'm telling you, after that first lesson, I, I was hooked. I was hooked. I started out in oils. Which I love, and I still paint with oil some, but I, I started and I'm self-taught, so I've taken some classes from different artists and workshops, and it it just feels like it, the the more I feed it into myself, the more I want to paint or create or do a collage or it just I just couldn't quit, yeah, I like chocolate, I couldn't quit eating it, so I couldn't quit painting. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, I feel the exact same way, you know, for me, it's such an outlet, especially as a mom, um, you know, not being able to really go out and do other things necessarily as regular as I could, you know, be like, okay, kids, come in here, we're going to (laughs) paint. And then that's our crazy paint desk. I love it.
1: (laughs) I love it.
0: I just leave stuff out and they'll come in here. Well, specifically, my daughter will come in here and just start. She's like two and a half and she'll just come in here and I'll be like, Kara,
1: what are you doing now? (laughs) But I love it because it feeds a creativity in a child. And I've read different things that say you never should lose that childlike feeling in your mind and your heart. And to me, sometimes when I paint, that's what I feel. It's a giddiness, you know, as something comes out onto a canvas or paper or wood or whatever I'm using that day. And then I'm finished. And I think, how did I do that? You know, it, it's a, it's a great feeling Yeah, to get something out of me like that. And it is a great outlet for uh, lots of things, lots of reasons.
0: Sure. So like, Did you, okay, so you started taking classes in oils, which, holy cow, that's a big class.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not very patient, so they take a long time to dry. And I kind of gave them up for a while because I love acrylics. I mean, acrylics are off the charts for me because I can do a painting in a short amount of time. It's dry. I can varnish it and have it ready in about 24 hours yeah Uh, Yeah. you know uh, oils about a week before I can even varnish it because I want them really dry because I've made that mistake of trying to varnish and mm, (laughs) then you know it's like oh well maybe I'll start over (laughs) oh man (laughs) acrylics are very forgiving for me an oil painter that does it all the time they may say the same thing but for me they're very forgiving um but yeah, I, and I, I started from there, and then painted here and there, and then about some, about six or seven years ago, I had a we had a really difficult year in our family, a lot of loss, a lot of um, lot, lot of difficult things, and I, mm. that was my outlet, and I painted every day for hours and hours, wow. and I thought because you don't have to think mm. about anything but what is on that canvas. Mm. and it was it was it helped me heal from all the things that had gone on and then i started showing my work and it just and,
0: amazing to me because you know how did you, okay so you you came to this point where you you know you really like acrylics mm-hmm. um which I love your, your art and your vision as well. What made you come to that subject matter and that way of painting, do you think?
1: Well, I, I really love Vincent Van Gogh. Mm, yeah. He was a very troubled soul, but what came out of him was beautiful mm. to me. Um, the colors. Color really speaks to me. Bright, happy, ah. joyful colors. And I've tried to paint neutral colors i can't do it it is it i love them for someone else but for me because i want to put something positive and happy into the world we live in a world that it's not always positive and happy okay. so so a lot of times when i'm at an art show and someone comes into my tent they're like this is so happy well, I don't care if you buy something else or not. Yeah. <laughs> I've, you've had a good reaction to something that might've touched you for that day. And I feel like that's what art should do. It should evoke some kind of emotion, but my emotion I want you to feel is positive and mm. joyful and energetic. And that's kind of what happened, April, when all these things happened in my family. Mm. I wasn't positive and I I was in a dark space and I just thought if I can move forward, and make myself feel better and then it it makes other people feel better and I think that's that's something good I feel like so when I look at a Van Gogh painting his his later works you know he he started very dark his later works they like I, I when I first saw one of his in person I cried I couldn't help it because I thought this painting is still so beautiful and it's so old and it's It was at the Musée d'Orsay in Paris. And my my husband was like, what is wrong with you? I said, I'm having a moment. (laughs) You know, and so for me, I'm an emotional person. And I feel like I want people to react in a good way to what I put out into the world. And that's kind of how I got there from a dark place to a happy place. And I love to paint with color. That's my thing. I mean,
0: Yeah. uh, And I would say you are right on track if that's what you're trying to do, because I mean, (laughs) that is amazing. Yeah, I think that your work really um, speaks to that. And even like the like your brushstrokes and the way that you're painting it is kind of cheerful, you know, like to me, something about it is just like um, really energetic and happy.
1: Well, and I appreciate that because that's what I want people to feel, you know, Mm -hmm. having something good to take home in their heart. You know, once you purchase something for your home or you've seen it, that makes me feel good. It makes me feel like I'm on the right track. And absolutely, um, if you could see all the paint tubes I have downstairs, so it's just not a (laughs) studio. It's (laughs) quite ridiculous. I love it. It's my favorite art. Um, supply is paint I go to I either order I love to go to Alabama art supply and yeah. nine times out of ten that is all I buy is tubes of paint <laughs> <laughs> because they're so pretty and I think you can <laughs> never have enough oh no no it's kind of like my shoe obsession yeah yeah paint and shoes and I'm good <laughs> <laughs> oh that's funny you can make a sign
0: like that that says that
1: <laughs> I should, and it, okay that gives me an idea I can do that I can do that. (laughs) That would be fun. Yeah. But it it just, to me, you know, I mean, I've seen some art, you know, at some shows before I started showing that really I didn't have a good response to it and that's fine, you know, as far as, but that's not what I want to show to people. I like people. Mm -hmm. I I like to talk to people. I like to be kind and elevate people, be, you Mm -hmm. know, spread some love and kindness to people, all kind of people, not just people who look like me, but all kind of people. Yeah, absolutely. And so I hope that's what my work does. You yeah. know, it, it makes someone feel good.
0: Yeah. So oh, amazing. And I feel like, you know, a lot of times I think what comes through us as artists and we really, you know, need ourselves is kind of like, what other people are needing to you know? and so you started doing these paintings and everything and you had your time where things were bad and, and you really got deep down into it right and started making a lot how did you decide to start selling at shows
1: well I have a really good friend who's an artist her name is Gil Turner and, um, she came to my house one day and I can't remember what it was I was painting, but I had so much in my studio and she said, I think you need to show your work. And I was scared to, because, you know, when you put yourself out there, you don't always get accepted. People yeah. people tend to say things that I would never say, you know, um, that can be very hurtful. So that fear of rejection was there and she just kept encouraging me and, there was a little place in Hoover It's called on a shoestring, which is where the little caboose is. And they were doing a show there the weekend of the bluff park art show. It's called park and crest. Okay. And um, I thought, okay, well there'll be a lot of traffic here. I'll just try it. And I told Gil, I said, I'm just going to try it. Well, it was great. I sold lots of pieces. I met a lot of people. I, I made lots of connections and that was my very first show. And since then, that's, I just love it. I, I love it. I I love to go to different places, meet people. Yeah. Sometimes I'll sell a lot of things. Sometimes I don't, but I've, I've made connections with people and you don't know from a show, you might get some commission work down the line, you know? Sure. So I, I kind of look at it as my husband, the line of work he's in, he has to do a lot of trade shows. So I see it as kind of a trade show. You're showing who you are. You're talking with people. You're making a connection. You're doing something positive. Um, Hopefully for people. And if, you know, they don't appreciate it, that's okay. You know, that's fine. You've gotten to see the creative process that comes out of my head Mm -hmm. and my heart. And I think that's important too. Yeah. Somebody asked me, uh, I guess at the last show I did in the the spring, what kind of art is this? And I said, well, it's art from the heart. Mm -hmm. It's from my heart. And I don't really, I don't know how I would categorize what I do because I can't do the same thing every day. You know, I like to do different things and I like to evolve and try something new, learn something, watch a YouTube video about how to use a certain medium or, um, and I'm a learner. I'm a lifetime learner. So I always, I think that's good as I get a little older to help my brain function well, but, um, I'm always trying to do something different and new and. Oh,
0: that's so fun. It is. I I think that's one thing too, that, you know, um, personally so I went to school for art and everything and it kind of made me feel like I needed to choose like a style and a Mm -hmm. medium and a subject and I had to choose something you know and then that just put that just narrowed it down to a place where it wasn't necessarily fun
1: you know and I think it's important I think I told you this earlier. It's important as as we get move along in life to evolve as a human being. And I feel like our art should do that too. Because if you look at a lot of the old masters, which I don't like all of them. If they didn't use color, they're not my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> but like you look at you look at Matisse. He changed a lot as he got older in life. His art changed. Van Gogh's paintings were very dark
0: mm.
1: when he first began. And then he 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 he, he changed. I, I had the great fortune to go to his uh, museum in um, Amsterdam several years ago and Uh see he it's it's very different than when he first started so and I don't want to be laser focused I want to because I want to do something that I want to do and that's something that I think is important is as artists we don't have to compromise for anybody else we need to do what we want to do not because somebody critiques us in a way or says hey I don't really like what you're doing. That's fine. I like what I'm doing. And if it's something that I don't like, then it's not going to come out and be beautiful to me for, for me. I'm speaking for, my, for myself. If, if I try to do something that someone's trying to tell me you're not following a rule, you're not doing this. Okay. But I still like what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm my worst critic. I mean, if it's not something that I would want in my home I'm not going to put it into the world. I'm just not. Yeah. And um, But I think for all of us, it's important to do what comes from our heart mm. because then it's, it's rich and beautiful and speaks to your audience, you know, whether you want to have it in your home or not, it's telling you something about what came from me. And that's what I love, you know, about, and that's what's fun too to talk with about other artists. Why did you paint this? Mm. Why did you create this? Um. It's always
0: interesting to know, you know.
1: It is, and not not necessarily process, but what came, why, what was in your head Mm -hmm. when you put that out into the world, and um, it encourages me, you know, as well, and hopefully other artists as well. So, and and that's what's been nice about listening to your podcast. The other artists that are here, it's kind of the same thing. Mm -hmm. You got to do what is true to you. Yeah, and that's so hard
0: to do, though, in some circumstances you know there's lots of pressure to be a certain way and to do things a certain way and um you know I just had an interview with another artist and she was saying something about um she does very abstract work mm-hmm. you know, and then getting a lot of requests for all kinds of things that she personally wouldn't you know necessarily like it's It doesn't even um, have anything to do with how she makes art. Right. And one of the things about her art was that it was the process of it that was so important to her. And so um, it was like the movements that she would make in making her art well, you can't do that with just anything, you know, yeah. I mean, it's not going to be the same. And so, I mean, do you have you had issues where people ask for things that you
1: wouldn't? Well, I mean, you know what I mean? Yes. And, and I'll, I'm honest and I'll tell them I, I can't do that. You know, I, I will paint something for you, but it has to be me. It has to come from me. Um, and if they say, well, that's okay. That's all right. You know, that's okay because I don't think that we need to compromise on who we are as an artist. If this is your thing, how you paint, how you create, do it. And at some point your audience is going to find you, mm-hmm. you know, your collector is going to find you. And I think that's important. I, you know, think about the impressionists. They were very different. And I'm not an art major, but that's, that's, I love,
0: Oh yeah. People said that they were just awful and terrible and it was, yes, they weren't finished
1: and they were ugly, you know, look at the beautiful pieces (laughs) that they created because they went against the norm. And I love that about that time. And, and those, those great creators of art that they did what they wanted to do. Yeah, they did. And didn't listen to society and, didn't really want to label. I'm not a label person about anything, about people or anything. You you're a human being, that's it. Yeah. But I think that's what intrigues me so much about about all this. Do yeah. what's important to you. Do what comes from your heart and don't compromise yourself and any for anything, because then it's not gonna be your best work. It's yeah. not gonna be my best work. And that's what that's what I think is important for all of us in, in our in, in our daily life too. Don't compromise. Do what's important to you. And the world will see you as somebody different in my mind. And and good and positive. So um that's just kind of where I am in life. Yeah. And being in my sixties too, things you don't really care about a lot of things sometimes, you know, what people say or how they feel. Not that I'm a rude person, but I am who I am. You kind of, I kinda yeah. can't yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It is. I am who I am, you know. So oh, that's wonderful. I think that helps I think that helps too. You know, you get a little experience in life and it makes you see that things are are really okay. And I'm yeah. I'm, you know, I'm trugging along and it, Painting as much as I can. I've got a few things coming up, so I'm trying to get finished. And I like to do that before a show or event, and have like two or three days where I don't have to think about anything. But oh, that's good. Yeah. Down. So I'm I'm pretty close. I've got something coming up in a couple of weeks, so I'm um almost finished. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Let's say you've got a show coming up, mm-hmm. and how do you prepare for that? Like, do you have like a certain number of pieces that you have to? That you mm-hmm. know
1: fills out your booth, or how how do you go about doing that? So um, I try to paint all sizes because I want some little things and some big things. So what I try to do, I know how the sizes of my tent, and I will measure out in my garage and lay them on a the, um kind of on the wall. I don't put the wall out, but I measure it out and I lay the pieces down yeah. and then, and depending on how many days the show is, I might add some more. But I kind of have an idea of the bigger pieces that I need to fill up. Mm. And I try to set it up almost like a a gallery. I try to have a little bit of everything in there. Some people like to do a continuous look. Well, yeah. I don't like that anyway. So, But I tr- it depends on the show. I, sometimes I'll group all my landscapes together or all my faces together or all my florals. Mm. Sometimes I just put it all out there, kind of like a gallery. So... But but that is usually what I do. I I will lay my pieces down in that it's supposed to be a 10 by 10 rectangle, but it's not quite that because you don't really have that much room. And then I think, okay, and then kind of go from there. Mm. And so um, needless to say, my downstairs is quite full of things right now (laughs) getting ready for shows, you know, and then I try to think about where I'm going to be, what they might like you know, more landscapes, more faces, more, um, some collage work. I, I sold several collage pieces at magic city art connection this year, Oh, um, wonderful! which was fun. And because it's nice to see something that's kind of out of the box for me, mm-hmm. go to someone's home. So yeah. that was, that was fun to do that. And, um, and then I never feel like I have done enough. My husband's like, you need to quit. <laughs> I don't know if you feel like that, but I feel like I hadn't, I don't have enough yeah i always have it, but i don't ever feel like that so but i don't want i don't like a lot of uh empty space on the walls in my booth you know i want them to look uh, um, until the show starts then i want them all empty because i want everybody to get something <laughs> <laughs> but um that's kind of how i prepare just kind of based on the size and about know, get-
0: how many shows do you do like a year would you say
1: well, this year I'm not doing quite as many because we're traveling a lot in the fall. But I usually do anywhere from maybe three to four each in the spring and the fall. I don't really do anything in the summer because there's really not, there's not a lot here. and We would have to travel pretty far. That's in my future where I want to do some things in the summer. Um, but usually three to four in the spring and three to four in the fall. Yeah. And that keeps me pretty busy. Yeah, I you know? bet which and is nice. Right. I like, I like it. I like to paint for sure. It's fun. You know, you're thinking, yeah. okay, I'm gonna do this, and this will look good beside this. And, um, but it's all about color. You know, as long as I get my colors the way I want them, I, I could paint all day. Yeah. How do you
0: go about, like, do you have um, any particular kind of way that you like get the art there and set up
1: and everything? <laughs> yeah. Well, my husband has a big car and we get it in there very carefully. (laughs) We have rented a trailer before, but that's kind of a hassle. You know, if I can get every, and I've learned through experience, I don't need to take a lot of extra things for my booth. I I try to keep it pretty simple because I want the focus to be on my art. You know, Um, it depends if it's a bigger show though. Sometimes we have to rent a trailer, but Mike has a big car. My husband has a big car. And so, we just get it in there and fingers crossed that nothing gets scratched up or anything before we get there. So, Oh, wow.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's fun. That's yeah. one of those things like I haven't actually done a show. Yeah. So it's one of those things where I'm like, oh, I don't know how how do you even get started? What do you do?
1: What do how do you get it all together? You know, that kind of thing. Well, you ask other artists. That's what I did. Yeah. So my first, my first show, I bought a tent and, um, I asked my friend Gil cause she had been doing this for quite some time. And I said, how do you do it? And she said, this is what you need. This is what you need. And then at shows, I look at other artists. We talk about how you set your tent up or, mm-hmm. um, and I look and say, well, would that work? I mean, like it was hysterical one time, but you have to wait, you know, for your tent cause they'll blow away. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> My husband, he talked to one of my neighbors at the show and looked at how he did. So he made me some weights with PVC pipe and concrete. And that's what we put on our tent. And it works. Yeah. Not, you know, not very noticeable, which is nice, too. So uh, and we kind of have a system now how to get that tent up, because let me tell you. You might need some marriage counseling. <laughs> that tent up. But now, now we have a system to get it up and it's much easier for us. Yeah. We've been doing it for a while now, but he's my tent carrier and weight carrier. And he used to, I shouldn't tell this about him, but he used to get a level out to make sure all the paintings were level. And I'm like, honey, the wind is going to blow. It's never going to be. Yeah. But we still laugh about that. <laughs> it it, it really is fun you meet a lot of people you get to talk to a lot of artists kind of find out their process and talk about art and you know it's kind of like a um, a really cool group to be a part of you know these shows you know and and people are very the artists are very encouraging and funny and um, very welcoming and it's it's, to me it's really it's fun to do it's really fun you know, to get out of your comfort zone and do something. Oh, sure.
0: Do you have
1: like any
0: strategy as far as like, so one of the things that I've noticed when I go to shows, I go to shows all the time and I'll be looking at people's booths and be like, okay, you know, I see what they're doing. But there are sometimes there's people who, you know, they sit in their booth Mm -hmm. in a chair. Some people will be painting or making something at their booth. Or I've even seen where artists stand outside of their booth. Like they're just like, yeah. not like trying to not scare people away or something. Like, <laughs> what okay. do you think about that?
1: Well, I try to be very, because I know when I shop, I don't want some, I want someone to acknowledge me and if I need help, I'll come to you. That's just kind of my personality. And that's kind of what I do. I have a, an opening in my, the back wall and I usually sit back there and I speak to everyone that goes by that I can. Yeah. Uh, and when they come into my tent, I will speak to them and say, hey, if you need any help or have questions, I'm right here. Yeah. Because I want someone to come in and really look. I want someone to look and think, because that's what I like to do. Yeah. I like to think about it. You know, Where would this go or what is speaking to me is I like that color I like that I like those florals I like this landscape why and they'll ask sometimes why did you paint this some people just want to talk to me about why I painted it which is fine too yeah I like that too um but I kind of let someone browse I try to be respectful of them because I don't want to scare somebody away I don't want to feel like they're pressured to purchase something enjoy what you're seeing and if you love it you can have it. Yeah. So that's kind of my strategy. Other people are different and that's fun, you know. Yeah. Like, have you
0: heard other artists talking about the different ways that they like sit in their tent and do stuff? Because I just thought it was the strangest thing to see artists standing outside of the tent. Yeah. Like away from the tent, almost like watching it from afar. (laughs)
1: Well, I I haven't really talked to anyone because – I, but I watch people yeah. at show, and I, I kind of like my setup. I'm there if you need me. Yeah. Some, some people, are, I, I'm not that pressure salesman. I'm not that person. person. Yeah. I, plus I think you. if you want to talk to me, you need to get to know me, you know, and, and if I'm pressuring you to buy something, how are you going to get to know me? You're, I'm going to scare you away. So, but I do watch people and some people do, they walk away and then you your customer walks in and they're like, well, where's so-and-so? Well, they're mm-hmm. down there talking to somebody else, you know, which is yes. fine. But I, I like to kind of sit at the back and just, I'm just like, come in, look around. If you need me, I'm right here. You know, yeah. I, I'll talk to you about anything. So yeah. that's, that's my strategy. But yeah, I do watch people. I don't ask them, but i watch. I think. Mm.
0: <laughs> it is so fun to watch. It is. It is. That's one of my favorite things about going to shows and looking around I mean I love art and I love, you know, supporting other artists and all of that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time I'm looking at what they're doing, you know, like how they how they are and their setup and, you know, some people will have walls and some people have it on tables, you know, <laughs> and just the way that they handle it when someone comes towards their booth or whatever. Right. Like
1: Well, I try to be welcoming just like if you were to come to my home. Yeah, I want you to come in, enjoy what my home, enjoy being with me, my family, whoever's here. That's kind of my approach, you know. Yeah. You come in and look around. I'm here. Enjoy what you see. Um, If you have questions, I'm right here. I just yeah. that's how I when I shop. That's how I like to shop. I, yeah. I want to think about what I'm doing, and so hopefully, <laughs> enjoy it. You know, hopefully people that's enjoy. Like-
0: that's kind of probably what I would do too. I kind of think of it as like like a mini store. Yes. So, and I've actually worked in retail when I was young and in college and stuff like that. And so, mm-hmm. I, mean, I was just like, "Hi, you know, let me know if you need help with anything." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, me you know, but that's me too. I, I've gone into booths where they the artists don't really speak to you or say anything and they're just like sitting there and you're like, uh,
1: okay, I'm yeah. here. I don't know if you don't want to be messed with right now or what I've done that too. I just want people to feel comfortable. I guess that's the bottom line. You know, I, I feel like I'm one of my gifts is hospitality because I like people. And I want you to feel comfortable when you come in and look at what I've created. And if it will fit in your home, that is fantastic. And if not, that's fantastic too. We've spent some time together. Um, yeah, yeah. We've made a connection, you know, maybe down the road, you want to call me and say, Hey, you remember that painting that I looked at? Do you still have it or could you do something similar for me? And that's happened before, which I love, you know? So um, I just want people to feel comfortable. You know, that that's, I think that's a good thing. And um but, yeah, I try to watch. And, and you get ideas from other people on how to set up your booth as well. Yeah. And for me, the easiest thing is the best thing for me, <laughs> the easiest way. Because, you know, a lot of people, they, they have to, bring, especially jewelers, they have to bring a lot of things. And I, I just don't want to do that. You know, yeah. I want to something easy and quick and mm. and make it look pretty and pleasing to me and to my audience. So, um yeah. You know, just just something easy.
0: (laughs) I feel like that's one of those things that I would get a little carried away with, like setting up the booth, like Mm -hmm. tablecloths and decorations and stuff like that, and then eventually be like, Okay, I can't bring all that stuff. Nobody cares, you know, they're they're not looking at that, you know. (laughs) So pay attention to what you're Actually selling.
1: And I did that when I first started. You know, I had, I just took lots of stuff. That's why we had to have that trailer. And I thought, I I just don't want to, you know, sometimes simple is best. And my focus, I I mean, I want my, my booth to be pretty, but I want my focus to be on my work. But um, not on that. I want, you know, I want you to come in and experience what I experience, And that's the beauty of color and creating and, you know, looking at something that makes you have a a good reaction, you know, a good emotional reaction to it. So um, hopefully I've done that. You know, (laughs) you can come see me. I have a a couple shows coming up. So you come, come find me. I would love it. Love to meet you in person. Um, So what shows do you have coming up? So on September the 8th and the 9th, I'm doing a little pop-up at a beautiful boutique in um, Cahaba Heights called Ryan Reeve. She's a friend of mine and said, could you do, a little pop-up here. So I've got lots and lots of small pieces. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess I could call it my little show. And um, <laughs> then I'm doing another show in Johns Creek in October. Mm-hmm. And then I'm doing Moss Rock Festival in November. So I'll be ah. very close to my home, which is exciting. Yeah. And uh, that's a fun show. I love the the artists that are there. The Coonsman's run that show. They own that show and they're wonderful to work with everyone that, you know, I, I've just had a great experience with that in magic city art connection here in town. And so that's my, uh, that's my shows. And then I have some gallery work, um, some things at the blue frog in Montevallo. Okay. And, and then I have um, in Spanish Fort, Alabama, I'm, I have representation at Stuart Heath gallery and I'm teaching some classes there. So, you know, if someone wants to come down there, oh. and do some classes <laughs> with me and look at my work, um, I'm looking forward to that. So that's, that's going to be fine. September and October. Yeah, it it is fun because you, you create together too. So, yeah. um, that's going to be a, a really fun weekend, the, the weekends that I do that. Yeah. But, um, so that we're traveling a lot and doing some, lots of family things. So I'm not, not doing as many shows in the fall, but plan to get back into it in the spring. Yeah. That's on my list this week is to apply for some shows. Yeah, and, have you uh, ever done the um like the Fair Hope show? I have. Yeah, I did that uh, a couple times, and then done Bluff Park. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I was trying to think some other things. I've done some shows in Nashville. Mm-hmm. I want to go. My my goal is to kind of go out west somewhere. I Really want to get yeah. to that maybe Santa Fe or oh yeah yeah or um uh, somewhere mm-hmm. in that New Mexico, and then maybe up north. We have some good friends that live in Michigan, so maybe somewhere in there. Um just for the adventure, you know, to yeah. see, you know, what might work. You yeah. Know, it's fun. I'm I'm happy about yeah. that.
0: So. <laughs> <laughs> I am too. I just love it so much. And I love talking to other people who really love it too. And that's awesome. I love hearing all about your journey. Thank you. Thank you so much for talking to me today.
1: Well, thank you, April, so much. It's been a pleasure and an honor to be part of this podcast. And uh, hopefully, you know, when people hear, they'll be encouraged to step out of their comfort zone and be true to themselves and create, 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 because it's really good for us. Yeah,
0: yeah. Taking that first step.
1: That's all you have to do. (laughs) Right.
0: That's right thank you so much for listening to this episode of art talk with april for more information on this episode join the facebook group the art lounge please subscribe and share see you next tuesday hope you have a great week